Greetings and salutations. This is Kung Pao. Enter the minute. Minute three. Opening frame. A weird grey screen with blobby bits. The music squelches as we flash to the father's arm lying on the ground as it slowly tilts up and pans to the covered basket. Silently, the attackers move towards us as we get a mid-shop on the head figure. The music ramps up as he removes the cover from the basket. The minion informs us that the shadowy figure is Master Pain, who instructs him to open the mouth. We do not see what the minion sees, but he exclaims, The Chosen One! Master Pain pulls out a dagger and brings it up to his head, the moonlight gleaming off his shiny pointy blade, as he threatens the life of this poor innocent child. And then Master Pain brings the dagger down to execute the child, but is stopped by the arm of the tiny child. The closing frame is a close-up of Master Pain as he blinks in surprise. As I mentioned beforehand, the uh, actor playing young Master Pain is Leo Lee, and this is probably the first time we actually see his face and a mustache and the hairdo in any real detail. If if you know this movie, yeah, he does kind of look like a young Master Pain with all the get-up. I have no idea what the guy looks like. Uh, I'm probably sure I can Google image search this in the future while I'm editing and just paste it here. You know, and waffle on a bit so you can actually get a good look at what this guy looks like. I'm sure he's a, a lot more handsome than this movie portrays him to be. So this is actually the first part of the movie where the misdubbing happens. And this is where this becomes the conceit of the premise of the movie. Um, Steve Oedekirk and a lot of people, myself included, love like some of the old choppy socky um, martial arts films where they got badly dubbed into English for the uh, ignorant Western audiences. <laughs> And so this became the feature of a lot of this genre. And it's even funnier when sometimes you get, you know, these English actors and they come into the country and then they didn't bother to record the audio because they knew it would be dubbed. So you get these like, these weird films. I think, um, uh, I know Mystery Me Science Theatre has done a couple of these, like um, Agent 007, which was Sean Connery's brother playing a... Uh, a doctor who gets mistaken for his much famous older brother's secret agent, and he's, uh, it's a weird film, and I believe it was done in Italian, they didn't dub the voices, because they knew they were just going to overdub them anyway. Uh, the other one I can remember is, um, oh, it's, it's a Jackie Chan film. I think it's called Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah, I think it was shot in Australia, but you can see that either they lost the original English dub, or they didn't bother to record for voice because all the English actors are speaking English lines and they're overdubbed and the... <laughs> it's like this, it's like they're speaking English but their mouth movements do not, are not uh, corresponding with the sounds. It's amazing and really, really distracting in, in that case because it's such a it was such a modern movie that, you know, it's, imagine make, seeing a movie made uh, in 2000 and... A, a brand new movie and the dubbing was just a horrendous so yeah that's that's pretty much how what this movie is being based upon that's the gag of the movie and as we get further into it we'll see how Odakirk and crew gleefully played around with this and it's one of the reasons I love this movie I 
think I got into this kind of particular style of overdubbing with Hercules Returns. Again, another one of my favourite films. That could be the candidate for the next by minute if I decide to keep going down this crazy route. We'll see. I've also been trying to get my friend Stephen to uh, do Hercules Returns on his podcast, the Cinema Catch-Up Club, but every single time it just it just it just never happens. This isn't a public call out. I've been on his podcast several times. If he wants to come in on this, I'm more than happy to uh, return the favor. It's it's a, it's a great form of comedy. And this, okay, so this isn't the first movie that's ever done something like this. There's been other movies that have, like, again, like Hercules Returns, who, who have redubbed for comedic effect. There's a list on them on uh, Wikipedia. On the Kung Pao page, this one is unique because this one actually tried to integrate itself into the movie. Whereas a lot of times, like, movies like, um, Traffic it's called uh, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. They did the same thing, but they just cut around it. There's a filmmaker, he's an Italian filmmaker, and he used to do this a lot with, he'd buy the rights to old, like, uh, Hong Kong martial arts movies, and then film the Western parts. Try to... I won't say even match it, but he tried to match the backgrounds and recreate an entire movie around it. God, he's going to keep me on. I'm going to have to research this. Future Simon's going to have to research this and put it in another minute. One of the best things to come out of this was a great web series. If you're interested in this type of stuff, is Ninja the Mission Force, which they do more of the older style. This movie particularly went the extra effort and used CGI and blue screen and all sorts of different things to really integrate the two movies together to create a new a new movie so this isn't old but this is taken to a next level again we'll talk more about this because i have i have 70 odd episodes to fill so before i forget the first frame of this particular minute is i tell you it's that great thing that was not intentional i didn't edit it around i did use exactly one minute edit points i chopped this up in adobe premiere the likely reason this actually happened is because maybe compared to anyone listening to this in say the US with a different release I'm using an Australian DVD it is set at 25 frames per second so yeah on that pretty much edit point right there I don't think that was intentional <laughs> what well, can't be intentional by the filmmakers because they literally they literally don't have control of the lead in time with the the uh, Fox logo and stuff like that or if there's any extra frames on the DVD that's just a happy coincidence uh you can actually see in this one frame though with the gray screen how it's slightly discolored and there is those little tiny splotches I call them artifacting because it pretty much is that was the filmmakers attempt at like dirtying up the camera stuff and as you can see it's not quite dirty enough in many ways but you know it's a frame that wasn't intended to be shown on a still it's literally a frame some of these cut points are just flashes again trying to mimic the style of the era that's a happy coincidence a quick note the music i have been using on this podcast and the music throughout except for you know some of the actual pop songs and stuff used is uh done by robert folk all the music has been made available on Kung Power Music on YouTube. The score for this movie was never officially released, so that's the only way you can listen to it without all the, uh, of course, all the talking over it. And it's, it's actually really good, so I actually would recommend it. I'll leave a link on the bottom. So now we're going to cut to the audio commentary where uh, Steve talks about the actual whip pan weapon technique used in a lot of these old movies. You know, if somebody throws something, you whip away from their arm, and and uh, you know the, the knife's already stuck up. in when you when you whip to it. And for a little bit of fun, let's cut back to the audiobook. Open the mouth. Now, 
because of this particular minute, I am going to introduce you to one of the really cool features of the DVD. So there's four audio streams on this DVD. There's the original movie, the audio commentary, the aforementioned audiobook, but they've also included the What Are They Really Saying track. This still has all the music cues and stuff like that, but they've mixed in what the actual live recording was. So in the cases of the original footage, everyone's speaking Mandarin, but in the case of Odekirk's created footage, and this is how insane this movie got. Oda Kirk wrote two scripts for the film. I say that loosely because a lot of things got changed in editing, uh, new voices, new plot lines, all that. A lot of that stuff got really futz around with because this movie's insane. <laughs> when they locked in the filming script, Oda Kirk had two scripts to go with. He had the script there, which had the dialogue which would make it onto the screen, which would be the overdub dialogue. But he wanted to have mouth movements that corresponded to what being said but were either complete gibberish or its own little internal plot dialogue or just weird mouth movements that had random words that sounded like what it was supposed to be so in the case of the chosen one we instead got Christ, you get this extra level of weirdness in this already weird film and i love it so thank you for listening to uh, me prattle on about this movie. I can't believe it's I've done three episodes already. I mean, I've recorded this in two days. And, you know, you're not going to notice this. This might be three weeks from now. It depends on the release schedule and how much it takes me to edit this and all the other stuff that has to happen in life. You know, we're all stuck indoors. Well, some of us are. Some of us are... Uh, wandering around like the world hasn't exploded several times in the last three months. Was it four months now? I've lost track. So yeah, please like, share, subscribe. Follow me on YouTube at Fanboy Crossing. Follow me on... What's the other one? Facebook on Fanboy Crossing. I'll, I'll probably have Kung Pao Enter the Minutes uh, Facebook page up soon. Well, it might be up by the time you hear this. I don't know. I haven't done it yet. It's only a Saturday. Jeez, what do you expect from me? If, if you want to kick me a coffee, uh, links below. Again, I might have Patreon up. I don't know. The links are below. If it's not working, shoot me a message say, hey, I want to give you money, and I'll probably go, oh, are you sure? I mean, it's only three episodes. I've got a lot of stuff on YouTube. I mean, come on. You know? I guess I guess if you want to give me money, I'll keep going. I mean, twist the rubber arm. Okay. <laughs> I'm prattling around. I hope you're all having a good one. I'll see you later. Bye.